Today we celebrate Catholic Charity Sunday and in a few moments we'll watch the little video, obviously, the arm of the church to help out those who are poor, those who need our help, the adoption services, um, unplanned pregnancies, counselings, many good things the video will talk about. But this falls every Sunday and I didn't want this gospel to go untouched. Because our gospel this weekend is about millstones. That's a tough, intense gospel if we really put our heart into it. Why? Jesus says it would be better to, to have a stone tied around your neck and thrown into the sea rather than causing someone else to sin. Now I look at this reading this weekend as a slow pitch, pitched to us by God, and he wants us to hit it out of the park as we look at sin in our own lives. Some don't want to talk about sin. Why? Because they think it's a negative word. These are the same people we have to ask the question, well, if you're not a sinner, why do you need a Savior? Because all of us are sinners. What do we need to be saved from? And that's why I think so many people these days don't look at Jesus as their Savior. That's why they don't ever go to confession or want to go to confession. Because they believe they make the truth and they have no content presented to our Lord to be safe from. So if there is no sin, anything must go and everything must be acceptable. Not only that's the mind of the Lord. That's why he gives us a long explanation this weekend. Because our life is all about choices. To choose God. And when God is front and center in our life and our heart is ordered, we feel fine. But when our life is not ordered, it's chaotic. It's like having a toothache or an earache or a headache. And that's why we have to ask the question, what squeezes God out of our lives as a first priority? I'm reminded as I think about life's choices of two boys who were raised by an alcoholic father. The one boy became a successful businessman and the other became an alcoholic. Both boys were asked, why are you this way? And both of them responded, because of my father. The alcoholic saw his father, he lived his tendencies. The other boy saw the problem in the father and did not want to walk that line. That's why Jesus wants us to look this weekend at ourselves and others. And we're to look at three things as he warns us that will cause ourselves and others to struggle. Number one, he says, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Does he mean it literally? I don't think so. He says, if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. Does he mean it literally? I don't think so. Then he says, if your eyes cause you to sin, pluck them out. Is this literal? No. What is this cutting out? This cutting out are things that are stumbling blocks to our salvation. Think of all the things our hands go through in a day's time. Might be from signing checks, to helping the needy, to work on our houses and work on our property. What are we to cut out? Those things that lead our hands lead us to sin are the things we are called to cut out. What about our foot? It's where we go. The places we go that cause us to sin 
We are called to cut them out. You know, it might be going into a bar. For others, it might be going into a casino. Now that doesn't mean bars and casinos are necessarily bad. For some people, they're a near occasion of sin. We are called to avoid them. What about our eyes? They consume our time, the things we watch, the things we give attention to. You know, somebody said the other day, Father, I watch television, and if the TV show doesn't get me with impurity, the commercials do. Well, if you're struggling with impurity, does that mean we cut it out? That's what Jesus is trying to tell us today. But are we listening to him with an open heart? He is the Savior. We can't save ourselves. And I'm certainly not your Savior. And that's why we have to listen to these words. Because our hands, our feet, and our eyes. They help us to understand what we do, where we go, and what consumes our time. And what our Lord wants today is, if they're leading us into sin, it's time to knock it off. Because these are the things that cause our heart to be in order. But I think it's always important to ask the question, what is sin? To a child, it's an offense against God. Maybe breaking the commandments. To an adult, it might mean break in a relationship or a wound by two friends who get into a fight. At the end of the fight, either that relationship is wounded or it is broken. Depends on how serious it gets. What I like to teach children as I talk about a definition of sin is this. God, I know what you want me to do, but I don't care. I will do what I want to do anyway. How many opportunities today has God given us the grace to do something specific? And we say, ah, no, no thanks, God. I've got this in mind for today already. It might be something like this. What God wants you to be doing, we do something different. And let me to ask you a question as we look at this gospel this weekend. If you had infection in your body and a doctor told you to remove that infection from that organ you can live without or your whole body will be affected and you will die, would you take out that infection, infected organ? I think we'd have to say, yes, we would. But when Jesus tells us what infects us, it seems to fall on deaf ears in the world today. And that's why we have to turn to the gospel. That's why we have to order our hearts and our lives on the person of the heart of Jesus. That's why today Jesus asks us to inspect ourselves and our relationships. In all this past year, the election year, how many arguments on social media were there over politics? How many arguments today that people don't agree with our view on vaccination or wearing a mask? And you know what the work of the devil is? To divide and conquer. And the devil is having a heyday in our country because we've lost the notion of what sin is in our life. It doesn't matter if we're liberal or conservative. It does not matter if we're Republican or Democrat. We are called to be a Christian first and to live the values of the gospel. Because the worst enemy is not those who think different than we do. 
The worst enemy in the world today is sin. Sin. And that's why Jesus today talks about this. I'm reminded the founder of Life Team has a quote as he talks about sin. He says, saints fear sin more than their physical death. Why? They realize that one sin can separate them from God for all eternity. That's what made them holy. That's what set them apart in the world. Are we mindful? I'm reminded of somebody who came to the office about three and a half years ago at my assignment. He said, Father, I really like your confession, your homily on confession. I said, really? That's fascinating, thanks to the Holy Spirit. It's not me, it's the Holy Spirit speaking through me. And they said, well, bless me, Father, for I say it's been 42 years. Beautiful. What would you like to confess? My wife and I, we, we get into a few disagreements. That's all, Father. 42 years, one sin? Man, when's the canonization party? I sin every single day when I examine my conscience because there are things God wants me to do. I try to do them, and sometimes, at the end of the day, when I try to do them, God gives me the grace to carry them through. But sometimes my will has to be set aside. That's why Jesus says today, you know, it's better to cut these things out of our lives and to have a millstone tied around our neck and thrown into the sea where we cannot swim. We don't want to spend eternity there. And that's why I think it's important that we look at spiritual death as much more harmful than physical death. Why? There are many people today who are walking around spiritually dead because they're ignorant or blind to their sin. God wants to give them life as the divine physician. That's why we come to Mass. That's why we offer the sacrifice on the altar. God is the Lord and the giver of life. That's why we should run to Him every single day in our prayer and for the purpose of the sacraments. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. Amen.